previously on Milkshakes and Mimosas. Valeska flexed her musical theater muscle, Jason flexed his 90s must-see TV muscle, and Andrew flexed his AV muscle before revealing a pie-based childhood trauma. One and two and three and four. There's murder and intrigue But the kids of Riverdale are gonna be just fine Just fine, just, just fine There's Jughead and Betty Welcome to another episode of Milkshakes and Mimosas, the only podcast that's been ghosted by Brett Weston Wallace. Thank you for joining us, everyone, uh, as we come again to talk about the Riverdale episode, Lynchian. Lynchian. Oh, what a title, what a title, what wonders would it bring? Uh, bad ones, bad wonders. Uh, but we're not here to explore the wonders of terribleness alone. I'm also joined by Jason. Hello. So by lynching, they meant like Lost Highway, but actually living through Lost Highway? Is that... Oh, God, you you need to... There's so much to... There's so much. I can't... <laughs> there's so much. I can't... Uh, we're also joined by Val Luton Valeska. What the fuck? I just... I don't know. I don't know. You're like your cat people. So you're good. You're well directed. And okay. you're cat people, you know. Okay. Yeah. See? Yeah. I don't know. You try making up intros every week. Nobody asked me to do that. <laughs> I love how his defense is, you know what? This shit is hard. All right? <laughs> I know it sucks, but that shit is hard. I love it. You know I feel what like you waste sucks? all of your A material on Jason, then you get to me and you're just like, word vomit. You know why? Hey. You know why? You need no introduction. Aw. Oh, Thank you. Well, you know what does need an introduction? The term Lynchian, because this episode starts out and Jughead literally defines Lynchian. He goes, <laughs> Lynchian <laughs> is defined as something resembling the works of famed cult director David Lynch or... Horrific sequences happening during the mundane. In other words, this is the status quo of Riverdale. What? Yeah, he okay. does like the dictionary defines thing that you well, hear like that. every single horrible wedding speech. <laughs> <laughs> oh, he's supposed answer. to be a writer. Yeah. Well, okay, but he's also he's supposed to be an investigator and also a brother. Um, so we're gonna Jason, get into that though. Jason, you yourself have found and received another murder tape. You mm. decide to that you need to talk to uh, you know your family about it and show your family what's going on and mm. uh, you know um, not all your family. Um, you don't want all your family. you just want certain people to see this snuff film. You don't um, want the smartest one to see it. Well, you don't want the smartest one to see it. But you also um, don't want an eight-year-old to see it, so you watch it in the living room. <laughs> and then she comes down. She's like, oh, what are you watching? Is it movie night? And they're like, oh, no, Jelly Bean, no, you got to go away. You can't watch this with us. Even you know though, what, one, though? 
if they'd let her watch it, she would have solved that in like 12 minutes flat. <laughs> oh, God. It's true. Jelly Bean I... is like the Will Graham of this show. Like, <laughs> She's sleeping with all those dogs in her fucking room. Yeah, I um, so. I, uh... I kind of relate to this, considering I have. Um, I watch a lot of. I watch a lot of horror. As you okay. Imagine. Okay. And, uh, I'm glad they were not snuff films, Mister Honey. Okay. <laughs> they were on VHS, though. Mm-hmm. And uh, as I watch everything, only on VHS. Naturally. Um, and you know, I have two now four-year-olds, and a, if you add them uh, together, that's an eight-year-old. What's that? If together, you add them together. Yeah, and, yeah. And, um, you know, a nine-month-old. So, you know, they've, you know, I, I sometimes have to defend the shit that happens to be on TV when they come down the stairs. You know what I mean? That's true. It's true. I have cats. I completely understand. Um, <laughs> so um, we then get this weird turn by Betty where Betty is, uh, you know, like Jughead is like, we got to figure this out. We got to do this. And then Betty's like, you know what? I'm not into mysteries anymore. Yeah, I've just decided I'm not into him anymore. I'm mysteryed out. Nope, nope, I'm retiring. Not into mysteries. You do your shit. What? And you're like, all right, she's whatever. She's done. Um, she's had We it. find out reasons. Yeah, we find out reasons why she's had it, but let's, we'll get into that in a second. We oh, then yeah, we get will. a clip of Hiram, and Hiram is at the top of his game. He's in, like, the greatest mood of all time. He's, like, humming a little tune because... He made himself a rum deal. Yeah, that's right, bitches. We getting back into the rum war. And he is in casinos now. And then he's like, oh, I get mad you didn't even think about selling it to casinos. And then she's like, and then Veronica's like, oh, I didn't really think of that. But I came up with something. No, no, she did think of it like weeks ago, but she decided against it because the family that he's getting involved with is super sketchy. Oh, yeah, that's true. So she puts him in his place before she reveals her latest business plan. Okay. It sucks. This name sucks. Everything about so what I'm about to tell you sucks. I feel like it's a big turn because, you know, last episode I feel like was maybe our most positive overall episode, at least in a long time, right? I really liked it. I don't like anything ever. I'm, I mean, <laughs> um, to, I just want to say. Veronica's dressed like a Victorian grandmother when she delivers this um, revelation. Well, well, yeah, because like any grandma, you go over to her house, she's like, you kids been drinking that white claw? I hear it the hit with your generation. Oh, Jesus. She's oh, making there's... discount rum called Maple oh, Claw. Oh, Grammy has the rum of her own that's going to be just <laughs> like you cookie. It's, it's called Maple Claw. Oh, We're not making that man. up. Holy shit. I so she's going to target the college crowd with this new discount Ugh. rum beverage. But White Claw, what? She it, mentions White Claw? Does she mention no, White Claw? No, 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 no. But it's, okay. just, clearly it's just called Maple Claw. It's just clearly Maple Claw, and it's clearly a, a thing. We'll get into it. It's dumb. Reggie wants in on Tickle <laughs> Porn. Yeah, they're still doing it. They're still doing that. Of they're still they doing are. that. You don't just... Because well, Reggie's like, while. yo, you guys are getting those fat stacks. Like, I want in on that. Like, <laughs> he wants to drag like, the entire football team, all the Bulldogs. He wants to start doing, like, tickle porn with them. I mean, hey. Well, he gets to that point. First off, he's like, all right, let's just, let's just do this for myself and see what's going on in this tickly bickly and uh, see how this is going. <laughs> and it goes. Judge. Yep. Oh, right, yep. he does do a scene by himself. 
He does well. Isn't well, not by himself, but like without the bulldogs. Without the bulldogs. Oh, I was gonna so. say, how do you do tickle porn by yourself? I guess you you haven't heard of like solo tickle porn? <laughs> no, I did it's not for know guys that. who like don't want to admit that they're into tickling, <laughs> but they're into tickling. <laughs> but <laughs> okay. Yeah, it's not sexual though, so it's good. You're fine. It's they, they so many times in this episode they go, it's not sexual. Ooh. But Jerry, it's not sexual. I but they only it. ever do it in a bed. We only ever do it in a bed. And it's like, Kramer, it's sexual. What are you talking about? Um, no, it's not. <laughs> Welcome back to Andrew Does Bad Seinfeld Impressions. <laughs> okay. Then we Here's go to some... another scene that we like see throughout the entire thing, which is it's Betty. It's okay. Uh, okay, you want you want to talk about this? You you want to yeah, talk sure, about? Yeah, sure, I'll talk about it. Okay, you can talk about Rivdale babies. <laughs> okay, so we have these different scenes of Betty going back and rereading her old diaries from back when she was totally in love with the boy next door, Archie Andrews, and uh, we get a lot of flashbacks with that creepy kid that plays young Betty, being creepy mm-hmm. with creepy Archie, little boy. Mm-hmm. Um, Alice comes in during this one and she's like, ooh, fifth grade. It's juicy. And I kind of love Alice's season because she's chilled out so much that she's now that she's happy with FP and she had that breakthrough through a therapy session with Betty back in season four or three, rather. I mean, she shot Edgar ever and ever before he got off his rocket and that just cured everything. That's yeah, maybe that's boring. like the, her natural Prozac. I would I would imagine so. So there is a few things that like so Archie is playing his guitar when one of these flashbacks start happening. Like there's like a kitchen flashback, and then we get like a, the flashback with like the little Archie kids, which by the way is totally going to be a spinoff. Uh, I swear to God, they're going to do Riverdale Babies, and we'll be there every week covering it. Who would be like Nanny in that situation? Um, I don't know. Probably. I mean, Mary Andrews. Oh, I would say probably Hiram if you're gonna go by like. I was just gonna say like pops. (laughs) Hey, it's it's okay. You can come to pops as your babysitter. No murders (laughs) happen here. He just has like milkshake and bottles. Mind the grease trap, little Archie. (laughs) Oh God. Um, But okay, so here's a few weird things I noticed in Archie Andrews' house that I maybe has always been there, but I don't know. Um, there is the friend... young Archie Andrews things, or like no, no, the... this is adult. This is okay. adult Archie Andrews. This is just before. So he has a milk crate that's full of old film reels. Don't know why he has that by his door, but okay, he has that. that. Has to be I think it's more by a window. He has a uh, framed photo of Veronica that's there, and I swear it's just there to make him feel guilty. It's like mm, you think about kissing another girl. Look at my photo. <laughs> <laughs> and you think she she's just like there? holding up what? her finger like well, scolding him okay. through the photo it's just like a really angry there, picture of her there's a tape recorder beside the photo so i think that the tape recorder every once in a while says hey it's me veronica don't cheat on me or i'll cut off your balls hey it's me veronica don't cheat on me or i'll chomp you into bits <laughs> i mean in in fairness if you knew archie you would be tempted to leave an angry picture in his room and like this motherfucker needs to be shamed constantly not even right? for cheating just in general no just for being archie yeah no yeah we're on the same page yeah 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 so this then leads to our next batch of great great scenes about the rum war 
<laughs> rum war is really heating up, right? Like this what? is this we're really is going the... in on the rum war. Oh, oh we're going we are. In. We're going in. First off, we get a brief scene of them handling handing out maple claw to a bunch of frat boys, which uh, includes a moment where like the frat boys are like, hey, do you come with the bottles? <laughs> like basically, he's like, oh, I would like to bottle you in my. Cheryl bed. immediately throws him out. Yeah. And then uh, a bunch of men show show up, and uh, I'm not sure why um, Valeska decided to not not include the line that happens right before our line reading. Which oh, is, I can she give goes, you the line. She goes, "Oh, great, oh, the oh, cast of Swamp Thing is here." Yeah. Oh, great, the cast of Swamp Thing is here. The cast of which Swamp, swamp thing? thing? Swamp Thing. Like you know, great swamp reference. Like the Wes Craven's version of Swamp Thing. You are amazing. No, no the animated, animated one. Version, <laughs> <laughs> None of these kids have ever well, seen that. Fucking no, movie. no, but well, okay. So there was there's a new Swamp Thing. It was right, a, probably a, a reference. Yeah. It's probably a reference to the new Swamp Thing show, which somebody when they started the season thought would be popular, and it was canceled. <laughs> it was already two canceled. <laughs> and I'm like, well, whatever. And, and these uh, these fellas introduce themselves in our first iteration of. Riverdale Masterpiece Theater Jazz Hands Uh, welcome I don't have any more orders scheduled for pickup But can I help you? Actually, little lady We're just checking out the competition Jinx Malloy Of the Malloy family Maybe you guys have heard of us No, I'm afraid I cancelled my subscription to Truckers Weekly That's funny You know what's not? funny you bitches are cutting into our profits you see we malloys have been running the maple moonshine business for generations and one of our most lucrative markets is the college scene but recently we've been getting wind of a new product that's eaten into our customer base maple claw what the fuck is maple moonshine? Well, I, oh, I mean, you don't moonshine, know. Well, I mean, there you, there is maple moonshine. For are sure. you sure you can I'm make maple positive. moonshine? Yeah, because moonshine is just kind of flavorless; like it just burns. So you, it's kind of like vodka in the sense that you could just kind of impose any flavor on top of it. I I mean, so in like lot, you know, in the United States, people like to mix make shit with moonshine. It was a real kind of thing a couple of years I ago. Have, right. I have a question All right, about Jason this. Malloy. Just How like, come right, Cheryl, who is like, she runs the maple business in this town and surrounding area, mm-hmm. how does she not know about the Malloys? How is this a surprise um, to her? Where is he getting his maple syrup? Why is she not in competition with them? Like, I just, I don't understand how this all went on below, like, under her nose without her realizing. I, um, I'm just going to email every other, um, Riverdale podcast with the line, you bitches are cutting into our profits. <laughs> Signed, <laughs> milkshakes and mimosas. Oh, yeah. Milkshakes and mimosas <laughs> is the maple moonshine of podcasts. I think I we can use I, our Twitter to just fucking tweet other Riverdale podcasts. And that, my friends, is why he doesn't have access to it. <laughs> <laughs> so th- they do like this, there's like this threat scene. And I wrote in here because I thought it was notable because, again, it kind of went back to like season two when Cheryl reacts to things properly when all other characters don't. 
Because Cheryl is, like, completely shook by this and is like, whoa, like, what the hell was that? Like, these guys just threatened us. And also, at this point, we see Penelope in the background, uh, you know, her mom, uh, who's now working at the Maple Moonshine in a weird mask um, to hide her identity. And nobody asks questions. They're just like, oh, yeah, that's, that's, that's a weird white mask lady. You know, she be doing her stuff. Um, but, yeah. So, uh, 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 Veronica is like, no, they're just like my dad's minions. Like, it's cool. Like, it's just a threat. It happens all the time. This is my dad. He's playing with us. You yeah, know? she basically tells him to go get fucked. Mm. Yeah, yeah. She tells him. She's like, get fucked. Get fucked. And then we get to a scene that I I regret to say it caused me to react. Jughead eats popcorn while watching surveillance footage, and I Uber eats some popcorn after watching that, and I'm not too good to admit it. Um, yeah, I got some Cineplex popcorn after that. Mm. Didn't you yell at yourself the last time you ordered Cineplex popcorn? Why do you I do probably... this to yourself? I probably yell at myself whenever I order anything. You know, it's kind of my thing. Um, just... Can I just say something about the security tape scene? Oh, yeah, for sure. I have no notes on it. So okay, so Charles, the FBI agent and FBI instructor, is watching the security tape alongside Jughead, who's watching other security tapes. They are looking for leads. Jughead yeah. finds a lead, and he asks Charles, the FBI agent, if he can check it out alone. And Charles agrees. Jughead is going to investigate a lead by himself. Yeah. And yeah. the FBI agent investigating this case is totally okay with that. He's like Jughead has this. not been to Junior FBI Academy. Jughead is not a Junior FBI agent. Maybe he's just hoping Jughead will die. Yeah, maybe. <laughs> it's like, mm, that sounds like a good idea for you. Maybe this time you'll fucking actually die. I don't have to fucking fake it. God damn it. <laughs> But while he's uh, in there watching tapes with his brother, his girlfriend is somewhere else doing something else. Oh yeah, we're getting back to. No, Bar-G. do you think? Do you think some fatanging is happening? Uh, that's a classic for all you Riverdale heads. Um, here's an extra. You mean kajanging? Oh, it was kajanging. It wow, was I got my own joke wrong. Jesus well, Christ. I was like, speaking, what are you talking about? Speaking of scenes worthy of the Lord and Savior Jesus Christ, we now enter the next issue of Riverdale Masterpiece Theater. Jughead's working late with Charles. The videotapes? Veronica's with Cheryl. Doing her maple rum thing. Archie? Why are we here? I don't know, but it's nice, right? It is, but it's not like we can do anything more than this. What do you mean? We're just hanging out. I love Jughead. I love Veronica. But this is nice, right? Once again, I am wondering about the candle budget because they are surrounded by 12 dozen lit candles in jars. Mason jars aren't cheap. So I don't know where did these kids get this money. 
This yeah, is a sex bunker. Sex bunker. Of course, I it's love- a sex bunker. <laughs> Archie has like the same fucking line as like a Midwestern forty-year-old divorcee. Like, this is nice, isn't it? Isn't this nice? It's so nice, isn't it? Come sit next to me, Betty. It's nice, isn't it? Oh no, they're laying. They're laying together and holding hands. <laughs> oh God. Um, yeah. Fucking. Well, Barchi. sorry. They slowly hold hands at the end of the Jesus thing. Christ. Later on, Barchi. we see like a flashback to the children holding hands as well in the same way. Oh. Yeah. It's oh all God. Very we sweet. will get to a lot more children acting bullshit. Let me tell you. <laughs> My fucking god, this episode is bad for that. Even as a child, Archie was grooming children. (laughs) (laughs) KJ Appa visits his dad's grave and he's like, Yo, dad, if you were here, would it be cool if I cheated on Veronica with Betty? I don't know. What would you do? (laughs) Did he really ask the. Well, he was like, I know that if you were alive, you would say it's to like follow my heart, but I don't know which way that is, so uh, I don't know what to do. Follow your heart, I, Dad. I know you were a real shitty father, so you would have told me to cheat on my girlfriend. So, Fred Andrews is a saint. <laughs> Fred Andrews, cheater extraordinaire. Um, we now get to find out who or what Ethel is the person that Jughead was going to lead up on for the clue with charles because we see ethel go in to the police station to drop off one of the mysterious tapes apparently she's the only person who dropped off a tape who has any connection to jughead and betty so she must be a suspect of some sort yeah yeah so ethel is accused ethel's like what no. When does I didn't this do anything get Lynchian? Does this ever get Lynchian? Oh, you oh, yeah. fucking you oh. fucking buckle in, bro. <laughs> you fucking buckle the fuck in. I'm You're not going to R and R, you're going straight to the fucking other the bad place. Going to the Black Lodge, bitch. <laughs> um, so Betty uh, you know, we we get some Betty stuff now. Because Betty is reading her, her diary at school. In the in the room where they hang out sometimes when they remember that the kids go to school, uh, and and she's reading it and it's just basically like I remember when I was a kid, Archie proposed to me when I when we were little kids and I said, no I can't marry you now even though I wanted to and we were both eight years old. I said ask me to marry you again when we're eighteen and we're in high school like real adults. But her weird fantasy, where we get this flashback of these dumbass kids proposing <laughs> to each other, uh, is interrupted by old slimy schlampbog himself, Mr. Honey. <laughs> uh, excuse me, I'm going to give you this picture for the yearbook. He calls her in to give him, give her his headshot. Give <laughs> my headshot. Ignore the slime. Don't mind the slime. It's character. Oh my god. Um, yeah, she's Mr. in charge Honey of the yearbook. Mr. Honey wants the the yearbook done. I'm assuming um, in this swamp thing metaphor, he's arcane. Is that the <laughs> <laughs> fucking nerd? <laughs> like 10 people who get that reference and none of them are listening to this. I don't give a shit. That was for me. I mean, I, I got it, too. Don't worry. Uh, and I'm sure Valeska did. She also laughed. Um, okay, so we figure out where 
Uh, well, Jackie Ethel. figures out that there is a um, a possible. Uh, oh, well, they were just—they were trying to decide whether the voyeur was actually a voyeur, and Juggy thinks that he's actually a filmmaker or cinephile because the mask video, the snuff video, was so incredibly <sighs> staged. Right, the and, lighting and, one of his... and the staging, the composition, just. And, and, and one of his reasons for this, one of the reasons why he's like, "Oh, it's another sign that it's a true cinephile," is because they're using tapes. Um, which, um, let me tell you, folks, um, if you know anything about film, you know the only people right now who are using tapes are really weird horror dudes like Jason and I, and other weird people who are like. Jughead's are... like, "This must be in Yorito's all natural lighting. <laughs> There's no fucking." See, it's a VHS tape. You see, 4x3 was the real way to get to the people. That was the <laughs> aspect ratio that really brought out the best in people. Yeah. So in order to do this, they, they start naming off um, video stores. Yeah, they're going to go right? and search a couple of places. But what places do you think they're oh. going to go and search? What names do you think these... Okay. Oh, is, is, okay. this, this is a Riverdale name, right? No. Mm. Oh. No, 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 no. Well, this is where I mean, we get a... into... Actually, okay. just... Give us some guesses. Give us some guesses. It's very uh, integral to the naming it's of the thematic. Hmm. And it's not subtle, and it's not good. Oh, it's not good. <laughs> One of them won worst Riverdale name for this episode. Wow. Wow. Um, uh, let's say Blue Velvet video. Yep. Oh, Yeah. <laughs> You I got, got it. it. Hole in one. I can't believe you got that. <laughs> I'm not surprised. It's the most obvious name. It's the most hack thing well, I've I, ever seen. Well, at first what? I was going to go with a Twin Peaks since, since the show thinks it's like um, baby Twin Peaks. Like I thought it might be a Twin Peaks reference, but then I was like, you know what? Blue Velvet. Blue Velvet it's definitely video. Blue Velvet. Yeah. You know? So um, before we get to that, we because there's so much stuff I need to talk about for this fucking video store. Like, there's so many. <laughs> Is it all old. blue inside? Don't shush, shush. Don't get me started yet. Okay, we have to get to this scene. Reggie uh, gets out of his tickle session and is like loaded with cash and is like at Pops and is like, yo, guys, that was a dope. This is amazing. Is that how that works? You just make the video and you get cash immediately? Yeah, yeah, yeah it's a cash okay. on front. So they go. Reggie Haven't goes, you ever Why made tickle just... porn before? Uh, I'm we... still waiting for my payment for my last tickle video. So I don't think <laughs> it actually works that way. Oh, I think that. And that was like eight months ago. Yeah, yeah, that's taxes in America, I guess. Um, <laughs> so um, Reggie wants them to cut out Terry and just start on their own. Um, so Terry is that guy who just brings them in with his weird, like, buff dudes and is like. We we get you tickled and you give you the money, but then, you know sling blade. And then Reggie's uh, <laughs> that fucking sling blade, you asshole. Come Anyways, mm-hmm. they want to cut Come out get your French fried potatoes and tickles. Because mm-hmm. it'll pay for their community college education. I'm glad that Re- I'm glad Reggie says that because it proves that he has like realistic expectations. Uh, although, like, really, he probably is one of the top <laughs> students at Riverdale High, considering he might be one of the only kids who actually goes to fucking school. Right. Yes. Uh, he should yes, be getting exactly. so many fucking scholarships. Greater than a curve, he has an A+. Plus. Okay, let's, we're going to Blue Velvet video. Okay. okay. This okay. place is First so dimly lit that the box co- copy is all written in Braille. <laughs> 
Yep. Okay, that's fair. First off, they add a set of information about this video store that makes zero fucking sense. It is open 24 hours. It's a 24-hour VHS rental store. Whoa. When people were doing lines of coke in the 80s, they didn't even have 24-hour video stores. And those people never slept. And when they did, they were just using quaaludes so they didn't dream. You know that, like, after 1 a.m., that store becomes a different store entirely. Yeah, everyone's on Jingle Jangle in it. Yeah, everyone's jingle jangin' and banging in the back of the blue velvet. We'll get to that. Okay, you so know, we're not, we're not, we're not, not going to talk, that back. We're not gonna talk about that yet. We're not going to talk about that yet. Shush, shush. We have things to talk about that may be one of them. We'll get into it. Glory um, holes? <laughs> really? Okay, so when <laughs> when they go to talk to the to the guy who is the, the head of this, um, he's, a, you know, he's a guy who runs a store. His na- the his, the uh, owner of the blue velvet. The owner of the blue velvet. Um, He's drinking a the damn good cup of coffee. name is David. He's drinking a damn good cup of coffee. His 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 name is David. Okay. Um, in the background, there is a poster for a movie, um, and it is a classic '50s B movie. Them. There's a poster for them. I was just like, oh look, them. I love them. Those giants. Those giant ants. That was cool. Those were cute. Those look cute little boys. And then the guy who is doing uh, whose name david starts talking and he talks like this yes it's a bad david lynch impression (laughs) i hope you enjoy this impression of a bad david lynch impression by someone who does a bad david lynch impression so we're here at blue velvet video elful mugs you say She's rented the movie Friday the 13th 10 times. And she has a predilection for horror movies. I knew I loved that, though. 16? 16, yep. I took a note of that. Just the first one 16 times? Just the first one. Ethel is one of us. To which I got... To which my comment is just like, this is utter nonsense. Like, why does this make her a person who's a suspect? Like, oh, she just comes, she comes and rents Friday the 13th 10 times. I'm like, if she's been there for 10 years, maybe she's doing it for a marathon every fucking year. Maybe she just wants to watch all the students in her high school die. And the only way she could do it is through a horror movie and go, oh, yeah, that's awesome. I hate all of these people. They're so mean to me. A suspect, the FBI would be uh, at my door every time somebody was fucking murdered. No, yeah, the they, junior really? FBI would be. You say that the FBI. Oh yeah, that's true. The FBI would have had me in a Hannibal Lecter suit <laughs> because I did really well on Friday Thirteenth online trivia like two weeks ago. They would have like shown up and they'd be like, mm, "We're putting you away for good, man." And I'd be like, "There wasn't any boy. There wasn't any boy. There wasn't any boy." Andrew, nobody watches Jason Takes Manhattan forty-five times in one month. You can't stop me. It's Jason Takes Vancouver. That's the real title of the movie. I know it. You know it. We love this new version of love boat um anyways um, they should have just gotten like michael j anderson to fucking be in charge of this fucking video store that would have been some shit that dude will do anything for like 50 bucks right no they have to have someone with a bad david lynch impression it's important okay you know what else is important cheryl and she calls veronica for an emergency. What could the emergency be? 
Turns out those Malloy boys came back and did some smashy smashy and grabby grabby. Um, at and, the Maple um, Club. At the Maple Club. And Miss Blossom was sleeping in her secret room, so they didn't get her, but she was there. Mm-hmm. Um, and then this led to Veronica apologizing to, uh, you know, Penelope Blossom, to which I was like, like, she, like, definitely tried to murder you last season, Veronica. Like, it was not even that long ago. Like, it was less than a year. Look, she, was, she like, did her time in the sex bunker, okay? She's paid her dues. She does her time. It's like the gulags. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> if, look, it would be the gulags if somebody had me in there and I had to listen to, like, <laughs> Betty and Archie not fuck for, like, an hour. Like, it would be the worst. But listen, you got caught gulags. cheating on a test. You now have to lay in a bed with Archie and hold his hands <laughs> for seven hours. I'd rather die. We find out that Hiram did not hire the Malloy boys, and they be dangerous. They be dangerous. And then Veronica's like, oh, if they So dangerous. he offers to help Veronica out, but she's like, she tells him that he's too weak to help. So you know how Hiram's going to th- feel about that. Mm. Yeah. And I'm like, also like, girl knows her dad, right? Like, is she like intentionally manipulating her dad to murder some people or like do some bad stuff? Like that's weird. That's weird. Some weird stuff. I mean, if Hiram's your dad, you gotta use him for something, you know? <laughs> yeah, that's true. Um, we have some more Archie and Betty stuff. Uh, I I wrote because Archie's playing guitar. I'm like, oh great, Archie's playing more fucking wonderful. Excuse me, Archie and Betty or Barchie? I'm Archie and Betty. Archie and Betty. Archie and Betty. <laughs> You will so, use the proper phrase. Archie's so this, writing a love song for Betty. Oh, yes, God. he is. He oh, is writing. Guitar. He oh, is writing God. a love song, and um, I have a rant about that later in my notes. But Archie we're... is the type of dude that would think he could write a song and play it on acoustic guitar. And you, anyways, one of the, now we get our next episode. Sorry, I didn't mean to interrupt you, but no, I you're did. fine. Um, because <laughs> these dumb kids hold hands and listen to records in one of the flashbacks, and I hated it. I was like these stupid kids. What were they listening to? <laughs> I don't know. They're listening to like his dad's records, and but it like looked like oh, old really? doo stuff. And they're like, yeah, you want to listen like to my five. dad's records? I mean, they're like five years fun. old. They were five okay. years old. A bunch of nerdy douches. Um, so Archie uh, then shows up at the yearbook place, um, and you know, apparently the yearbook office is the same office as the Blue and Gold because apparently that's just what you do. If anyone even publishes the Blue and Gold anymore, maybe it got canceled. I don't remember. So, so wait, wait, wait. So, I just want to be clear. I want to make sure I have my timeline right. So, uh-huh. uh, Jughead's investigating this um, this situation while he's getting cucked by Archie. Is that what yeah, you're yeah, yeah. Yes. Oh, okay. Okay. Yes. You see, <laughs> this is just like the David Lynch scenes. <laughs> okay, let's move to the next plot line. Archie wants to help with the yearbook, but really he won't fuck. And then um, I wrote, gross. I hate this cheating and affairs subplots. I hate them. They're yeah, boring. they both can't stop thinking about each other, so they decide to meet up the night after <sighs> that night so that yeah, they have time the to think after, about what they're going to do and who they're going to hurt. And does this not... Is this where the Cheryl interrupts her? Why, or, why are no. these characters going to start no, thinking now? That's later, okay. Why, why choose now to start thinking? I don't know, but we do learn... A few important things in the next scene when we get our old pal Juggy back in the mix. Mm, you know, kitty. You, you, you're the best Juggy. You were talking about shitty Jughead. Yeah, <laughs> you're sleeping. 
Okay. Um, so Jughead goes to, uh, you know, goes to the PA and goes to the secretary, and we find out the secretary's name. Her name is Miss Bell. Oh, okay. My grade two teacher was named Miss Bell. I've never hated anyone more. Uh, Jughead wants access wow. to the AV club. Oh, she was nice the worst. job. She was the one person listening to this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> we'll be reading her review at the end. Uh, yeah. Yeah. A review of you as a second grader. Oh, I'm sure. I'm sure. She called me stupid again. Fuck you. Um, so Jughead wants access to the AV club, and that's when we learn Ethel is the president of the AV club. She's <sighs> just in there watching fucking Friday the 13th. Alone? She's watching it alone and just like crying at the AV studio. That was my high school career. <laughs> Oh, that's So we fun. find out that Charles has actually been in to find out that same information, and the last time Miss Bell saw Miss Ethel, she was being led away by Charles. Mm. Yep. So that's that. But then we get our next scene of Masterpiece Theater, because... Oh, no, wait. No, we don't. Never not no, not we don't. yet. Oh, my God. There's so many dumb conversations that happen for 10 seconds, and they should just be stringed together. Because Kevin meets with the guy and is like, No, Terry, no more tickle porn. My dad might find out, okay, Terry? Whatevs. <laughs> Why? So then Reggie, well, like, he's going to, like, start his own business, so he has to, like, leave Terry. So he lies about it and says, You know, I'm uh, afraid okay. my dad's going to find out, and, you know, gotcha. I'm going to go to school, and I want to focus on that. So Terry's gotcha. like, Okay, that's cool. Yeah, like, he's, like Terry's all like, yeah, man, if you just want to go back to school, like, that's super chill. So Reggie, uh, one of his big plans is to get all the boys to get them tickled. And the boys just be like, well, we's not getting tickled unless there's ladies involved in the tickling process, okay? And then uh, this leads to our Riverdale Masterpiece Theater. Uh, no freaking way. I'm not letting your mangy bulldogs paw my girlfriend's vixens while she's dealing with the maple crisis. She would kill me. Fine. If you want to laugh in the face of cold, hard cash, be my guest. Ugh. Oh, hold on a second, Reggie. I have a counterproposal. How about the vixens tickle the bulldogs exclusively? And that way, the girls would be in charge. Like it should be. Okay, so I have a couple of thoughts about this. So, Terry's films were going out to a very specific audience. It was like man-on-man tickling, right? Mm Mm-hmm. And we're going to have female cheerleaders tickling the male football players now. Do you think that's going to appeal to the same audience that they're already reaching? Or do you think they're going to have to, like, find a new audience and a new, like, channel to reach Yeah, I mean, sometimes you want to diversify your audience, right? You know? Like, who knows what happens with this podcast? We might start, you know, um, trying to appeal to um, a different crowd at some point. People who Uh, like Riverdale. Sorry, you mean we might try to appeal to any crowd? Um, yeah. <laughs> I, I have to say, uh, I'm not letting your mangy bulldogs paw my girlfriend's vixen while she's dealing with a maple crisis is my favorite line in the history of It's a of great sentence. It is a great sentence. I'm in love with that sentence. sentence. I would great... hold that sentence's hand in the sex dungeon <laughs> for hours. So now we get so now we get one of the, the things where it's like, I think I've just seen too much of this show because I can now start naming sets. 
So I guess when Dodger left with his pizza and arcade place, the same set got taken over by a generic pub because they're in the same back alley, in the mm-hmm. same lighting, in the same everything. Wait, and... is that Sketch Alley? Yeah, it's Sketch Alley, but like okay. uh, I think I just it's wanted sketch to be alley. precise. Yeah, sorry, it's Sketch Alley, uh, but the 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 set is the exact same as like they had farther down Sketch Alley where Dodgers Arcade and Pizza Pizzeria where it's leading all the like little children to do like Lords of the Fly shit. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, now it's a pub because that's where the Malloy comes out and the Malloy comes out and, uh, you know, Hiram goes, I'm going to beat you up with this gun. I'm going to shoot you in the head after beating you up. And then he goes, well, no, I'm not going to shoot you anymore because I've had a change of heart. But, you know, don't fuck with me. So then he's like, I'm going to go back into my car. But it turns out, Malloy sucker punches him. One of the brothers, the brothers of the Malloy punches him. Well, Hiram drops his keys, and when he drops, like, he bends down to pick them up. The guy comes up and starts, like, beating the shit out of him. Rookie mistake. Mm -hmm. I want to come back to something else that um, Leska sort of started talking about in terms of, like, this business like I, I have so many questions about this tickle porn business like uh, uh, you know whatever you're into that's fine right i'm not going to kink shame if you're into and i'm not saying anyone that's into tickle uh-huh. porn uh, is can, a bad can I, person can i just but, say no, 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 whenever look, look, anyone prefaces any statement with that <laughs> that set of phrases no um, I, i'm just saying if you're going to run a tickle porn business using high school students you're not going to just be like you're going to go back and just and the pickle porn business, I don't think it happens that like that. You know what I mean? That's all I'm saying. I'm just like, Anyways. are they going to start a website? Are they, like, distributing VHS tapes? Right. Yeah. They start a website. They're going to say that. Okay. Uh, Reggie's gonna st- but, Reggie says he's going to start his own website. But, what when is but is, like, a website, like, a, like, an order thing for, like, VHS tapes? Because that seems to be, like, how things happen in Riverdale. Look, Squarespace They're going to produce anything. laser discs and ship them out. How Guys. Many? Squarespace can do anything, and that's why they're our newest sponsor. (laughs) Build it beautiful. I started a website (laughs) called Tickle Porn USA. Uh, I guarantee you that's already taken. Um, So, yeah. So, um, he beat up. We We get to cut back to him afterwards, but we find out that Charles found a very specific tape in, uh, in her collection, Ethel's collection when he went to go investigate her jason has to tape. guess the name though no no we're not we haven't learned the name yet but, okay but i'm saying so like when we get there when we get there definitely okay definitely um so Hiram comes home bloody and uh you know veronica is like whoa hey i'm always there for you daddy don't don't die you're okay and he's like yeah it was a rookie move i got beat up blah 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 so now betty is reading her diary again because this cause fucking keeps happening. This keeps Jesus. happening. Luckily, there's actually... You know what? Not luckily. Because she reads a, a line of dialogue about Cheryl in this scene. Um, and we she don't reads get a that flashback. Cheryl has um, kissed Archie. And Betty is very upset about this. And hates yeah. her guts. Yeah, and we How don't get she? to see... We don't get to see the moment um, of, like, Lil Cheryl. We don't get to see little Cheryl. But I guess maybe it's because, like, they don't want to show kids kiss, and that's a little weird, I guess. <laughs> what? <laughs> they can hold hands. That's it. What? <laughs> yeah, they can hold hands. I don't know. 
What? The, of all the things this show refuses to show, it's two kids kissing? Yeah. But that leads us to our very, very life-changing moment of Riverdale Masterpiece Theater. You see, this scene features both Cheryl and Betty. Mm. And I play Betty. That's right. Valeska has got out of her cocoon and is a full-on blossom butterfly in this edition of Riverdale Masterpiece. I really regret that last sentence, theater. What's wrong, cousin? Trip down memory lane gotten you blue? Cheryl, give it back. My goodness. I had no idea you hated me so much back in the day. And all because I snuck a kiss with... Wait. I was right, wasn't I? When I said you and Archie were doing more than just pretending to date when Jughead was dead? No, that was obviously pretend. But have you... No. No, no, we haven't. But I think a part of me has been in love with Archie for ten years, Cheryl. False. You've been in love with the idea of Archie. The idea of the perfect romance. But that... that wasn't real. That was fantasy. In this town of nightmares? You and Jughead found each other. That's real. That's... maybe even... dare I say endgame? Who knows? People stray. It happens. The trick is... stop straying before anyone gets hurt? Or even better, stop before you even start. I did offer to do both voices, but Andrew insisted on playing Betty. I'm just going to point that out. <laughs> I think you're definitely, uh, no, that's not what happened. Um, I offered but... three times to do both. <laughs> well, okay, yes, you offered. But the fact that you wanted me to do Betty was the thing that it was a big deal. I have to say, if your idea of perfect romance is with Archie, somebody should come and lock you in a fucking hospital. In a sex bunker? Anyways, um, <laughs> so you gotta do time for sex bunker with You need at least Archie. three days of evaluation before you can come back. Uh, and Cheryl does, like, a really good... This is, an, again, another hu- very human moment from Cheryl. There's a lot of, like, really good Cheryl moments where I'm kind of worried she's gonna die next episode. Oh, shit. It, well, because, like, there's a lot of things where I'm like, oh, like, this is, like, really good dialogue for Cheryl, and they've been writing Cheryl very bad for a while. So, like, it almost seems to, like... I'm two days from retirement and everything going well. <laughs> well Cheryl says I'm two days from retirement. <laughs> uh, Just bought yeah. a boat. I'm going to take my wife on our first vacation in 20 years. <laughs> Cheryl turns to Tony. I'm too old for this shit. <laughs> I'm too old for this shit. Which, uh, you know, this is, this is unprecedented as well because um, the next scene is uh, Kevin at Pops, and it also is the next episode, the next edition of Riverdale Masterpiece Theater. Here you go. That's your intro. Bye. What the hell? You've been a naughty boy, Kevin. Terry? You lied to me. You weren't getting out of the tickle business. You were setting up your own shop. We don't want to make trouble. You already did. So here's how you're going to fix this. You and your buddies will give us 40% of your profits. Uh, I'll have to talk to my partners. 40% or you'll never tickle anyone ever 
again. You'll never tickle again. <laughs> I had to write that was... one down because of that line. <laughs> I was kind of expecting this. Um, uh, I was kind of that's just kind of what I was hinting at. Like, so I'm glad that this happened because I'm like, there's no way a dude runs a the tickle business. With the fucking high school students and just lets people walk away. You know what I mean? So no, he has I'm goons. He has tickle goons. Tickle <laughs> goons. Tickle goons. <laughs> it's bad. It's bad. It's bad. You, so you weren't getting out of the tickle business, no. Kevin. No, no, you can't get. You, you know, just once when you, you touch you that out, feather, you're not putting it back down again. <laughs> just when you're trying to get out, they suck you back into the tickle business. <sighs> like you just can't get out. Can't. You never. You never stop. So we now get Ethel Jughead scene where we learn things, um, as we do in every scene. We learn we? what happened to the Betty Jughead sex tape. Oh. What's its name? What do you think the name is? If you were going to market it, say, in a weird back room. They... I can't believe they named this fucking. Oh, you'll sex know. Name. I'll explain why it's named in a second, but it's got a name. Oh, mm. <laughs> uh, God. Um, banging with Barchi. I think that's what. <laughs> it would be Bughead, Pony. but you're wrong. <laughs> oh, okay. Excuse me. Oh, I'm sorry. It's uh, yes, it's Jughead with it. ponytail playmate. <laughs> I feel like this really pissed um, Valeska off. I feel like I'm beyond the point of getting pissed off. I mean, have you listened to anything we've said in the past 45 minutes? Look, we already went over this. Not to, but I we already went over this. Valeska is now the beautiful blossom butterfly. She no longer needs the shackles of the Betty. So this I've is what? Evolved. What is it? Ponytail Knight? What is this called? Ponytail, Ponytail playmate. playmate. Ponytail playmate. Ooh. Now, now, do you want to know how she got this? How'd she got what? How she Ethel got the tape. Got the tape. She filmed it. No, no, she got it from Can you me. Imagine Ethel, Ethel underneath the bed holding the camera. <laughs> oh gosh, that's terrible. So she came to see me at Blue Velvet Video. Oh my In the God. back, we have a back called the Scarlet Suite. And in this uh, suite, uh, you can get sex tapes, and some people have heard snuff stuff. Okay? Ethel did not know that it was a sex tape of two people she knew, and apparently she watched five minutes and then kept the tape so no one else would get it. Seems noble, right? So every right? time she was renting Friday the 13th, she just slipped the fucking... No, 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 I don't think, no, no, I think she, I think she legit rented Friday the 13th, but also, like, weird porn stuff from the back room. Like, don't I think judge. both happened. I mean, that's fair. Anyone that watches Friday the 13th that much is also a, um, you know, perverted sex fiend. I mean, she, she That's a hot take. So, <laughs> <laughs> that's a hot take. Uh, no, that's just, uh him explaining himself on the podcast I don't, <laughs> I don't really like it to be honest with you uh, so um the the idea that ethel kept it so no one else would get it and like it wouldn't get out is the dumbest thing i've ever heard because you would just destroy it if you if that was the truth right like she's so clearly lying she so clearly is just like oh yes the ponytail playmate my favorite video do you think they had late fees 
Do you think she had late fees for ponytail payment? I know. I think she was such a frequent customer, they probably waived them. Wow. So she's like That's a bad business practice, especially nowadays. Isn't this like a fucking entire thread in like train spotting where he takes his friend's porn tape and just fucking watches it with with all of them together? Is that what It's exactly like that except it's just Ethel alone in her basement. It's just Ethel alone in the AV room. And and all those weird kids from the Archie Baby segments are just crawling on the ceilings and goes Oh my god. Um, I love it. So that's when we have Reggie and the Bulldogs. They go take a visit to threaten Terry. And Terry threatens back. But he leaves. So that's the end of that. He leaves. I'm sure something will happen with that. Or not. He they didn't really get to complete the season. He to take a look another day. He's like, oh, you'll regret this. He may not be back again. <laughs> um, Cheryl wants out of the rum game. Due to all this shenanigans. Um, Again, can I just uh, can I just do a line reading of the thing that she says to Veronica? Sure. I'm so sorry about your dad, but I got into this business for fun to do something fun with you, and it was for a while. But some families have rum in their veins, and other families have maple syrup, and what? some blood types simply aren't compatible. In what? other words, partner, I want out effective immediately. And you know what? The Malloys are really the best of both worlds because they've been doing this for ages and they got maple and booze in their system. So that's how that works. Jesus Christ, that's quite a lie. Can we talk about how Jughead is allowed to help execute the search warrant at the Scarlet Suite? Why is Jughead there? Look, I don't even ask any questions about that. I don't even think we're there yet. He's not even a junior FBI agent. Okay, fine. How long is this episode? I feel like you've been recapping this episode. <laughs> just for wait, three just days. wait. It gets worse. So they all get. So all of the people from the Terry threatened scene, they get called into Mr. Honey's office. Oh God, the most annoying punishment possible. And, and Mr. Honey's like, I received a tape, a call about some tapes that you have. That are of you guys receiving the tickling. What's the deal with that? <laughs> so let me get this straight, Mr. Honey. Uh, was jerking off to tickle porn on online and it happened across their website and is pissed off about it. Well, he says that someone called to tip him off. Yeah, okay. That's what he claims. Just wait, just sure, wait, Mr. Jason. Just, just wait, Jason. We'll deal with that. And they go, well, um, uh, all of our clothes are on, so it wasn't technically porn. It's not sexual, so there's like literally nothing you can do. And he's like, I saw your form. On the church of the school. They're wearing the uniforms. They were wearing the uniforms. I lost that. I lost that line as I was reading. Why were they wearing the uniforms? You know, they're wearing cheerleading and uh, high high school uniforms. Just so you really know that the people are watching. It's really not porn. Promise. Just so you really know that the people who watch it and paying for that are the creepers. God, yes. What did they try to say about David Lynch in this episode? <laughs> I, I have nothing to do with that Tarantino bullshit. Okay. What the fuck? That's fucked up. That's <laughs> they, fucked up. They called this Lynchian and then they just introduced like a pseudo child porn in it. They what should the really, they should really have called this Tarantino in or something, and like all the characters have like really annoying monologues. Oh, be great. oh my god! They should have called this fucking Roman Polanski in. <laughs> <laughs> oh 
don't know. Uh, anyways, they have to shut down the Not website. That's it. Um, Archie plays a guitar to Betty in the Sex Bunker, where she starts writing the song um, about the ro- like. The song is like every bad high school romance. Like it's a terrible song. Of course it is. But then I go back to like actual high school, and I just see me in a corner, like with my arms crossed, being like, "Look." I mean, like, I also have those emotions, but I don't have singing ability, so I feel bad. Mm, that didn't stop fucking Archie from doing it anyways. No. Nope. You know what I mean? Nope. I didn't hate the song. She cried. Oh, 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 was it okay? Oh, that's the hot it take. It was all right. Oh, that's fun. I mean, yeah, Jason, that was the hot take. Definitely not that people who watch Friday the 13th <laughs> are sexual deviants. Listen, I was, I've been on this very podcast talking about how much I love Friday the 13th. So I feel like, you know, I'm coming from a place of authority. That's all I'm saying. Anyway, she cries. And they want to be together because it's safe. But they can't be together. They gotta take chances in the world. So she quits him. I can't quit you, Betty. She <laughs> burns her childhood diaries. Oh my god. Archie tells his mom he wants to go to the Naval Academy after all. <laughs> it is serious. Shut the fuck up. You shut the fuck up. <laughs> Archie's joining the Navy? He's going to the Naval Academy and she's burning her childhood diaries. That's how we know that they're like really done. <laughs> cut to Archie on the fucking Red October. Sail it the fucking. Oh, so that's God. one couple breaking up, but then we have another one in the next scene who might be getting together. Yeah. Okay. So, if you are, uh, what is the least exciting or interesting city to go to a university at? The least interesting. Yeah. You Jeez. can't name anything in Utah, though. <laughs> Uh, I mean, no, I, I don't think you can say Utah. Um, yeah, they got Mormons. I mean, they got Mormons. They, they, you know, those are, you know, that's going to be sort of exciting. Fun. Um, they can't have coffee. No, they're not fun. No, or alcohol. But, um, I don't know, the least interesting. Um, I'm going to say Hartford, Connecticut. No, it's Pittsburgh. University of Pittsburgh. I don't know nothing about Pittsburgh. Like, well, I don't know. Pittsburgh. Nothing's wrong with Pittsburgh. Pittsburgh's fine. I, I think plenty is wrong with Pittsburgh. Like, they named a hockey team after Penguins, and it's not actual Penguins playing hockey. It's a I don't know travesty. if you know anything about the names of um, sports teams in the United no. States, but Penguins is probably the best name. Oh, yeah. Well, like, I'm pretty sure, given your country's track record, they've managed to make Penguins racist. Just the way problematic Penguins got this canceled. Penguins are fucking racial slur, probably. Danny DeVito was sitting in the guidelines and making sure they went wah, 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 too many times and said some really bad things. Yeah. Um, and they, they yeah. want to go to Pittsburgh together. Kevin and Fangs are going to go to Pittsburgh together and live together. That's kind of cool. Okay, that's, that's, that's cool. Nice. That's nice. Yeah. I mean, I mean, you can do tickle porn remote, I guess. Is Archie's really going into join the Navy? This is the dumbest shit they've ever done. In the Navy. No, don't give him that much. That's credit. the only way he can get away from Betty. Ugh, Clearly, God. he has I zero can't choice. Quit you. Um, they would not let Archie in the fucking Navy. Okay. okay. I don't know. He has muscles. We we now yeah. get into the real shit. The real shit. Okay. The real shit. Um, can I just start my victory lap right now? Of what? What do you mean, victory lap? Because I was right. No, not necessarily. I think I was right. Go ahead. 
Go on. Talk I, about it. I think, he's just, <laughs> I think he's just looking out for his students. Okay. I, that, yeah. Okay, so uh, turns out uh, Mr. Honey is a real big proponent of the Scarlet Suite at the Blue mm. Velvet video mm. store. Being the and, lawyer and everything. And Okay, we really need to talk about a few things in this scene. One scene is, one part of that is, the place is still open after literally finding mountains and mountains of snuff tapes in the back. <laughs> and he, well, it turns it out that since a non-FBI agent was involved with the search warrant, all of that had to be thrown out. Is that what they said? No. That's what I'm saying. Okay. We should have had Adam like, that must, Maybe that's like the only way that would happen because he's like, yeah, I just got out of prison. They I mean, took all can't be legal. I would love a scene of the director of the FBI being like, okay, okay who the fuck is this guy? What the, <laughs> what the fuck? This is clearly not legal. What the fuck? Ponytail playmate. What the <laughs> shit is this? <laughs> What the fuck is happening in this godforsaken town? Shut the FBI down. Shut the FBI down. What does the junior FBI become? <laughs> the hollowed institution of the junior FBI. Back in my day, the, the junior, junior FBI, FBI was in Cuba, like they should be. <laughs> oh, God. What are you saying, Valeska? I just was saying that Jughead's not even in the junior FBI. He's like, That's, there's yeah. no reason for him to be there. Yeah, because yeah, he's true. like a cool vigilante. Okay, he's like yeah. A why hero. isn't Betty doing this stuff? Well, because she's done with mysteries. Because she she's quit. too busy with Archie. She quit mysteries, so she fuck Archie. <sighs> but they don't. Archie ruins everything. Archie does ruin everything. I hope he gets on a boat and it sinks. <laughs> <laughs> we just have he a spinoff actually... with him on an island. The the Philadelphia experiment happens, sends him back, and he gets eaten by sharks. That's that's fine by me. No, I want him going crazy on an island. <laughs> I want him to end up on Fantasy Island. He has like one uh, boxing glove that he talks to. He draws a face on it. <laughs> he can't even get a fucking volleyball. He has a boxing glove. I love it. Uh... <laughs> so Hiram executes so... Jinx Malloy. Yeah, oh, nice. Yes. That happens. Yeah, so Veronica, the scene happens where Veronica's like, I want to do business again with you, Dad, because... You didn't shoot that man, so it proves that you've really changed. And then it just like instantly shows up shooting that man. That's that's <laughs> which okay. I loved. I was like, is she just not gonna find out that you got burnt? She's like, I'm just not gonna read the papers for like a long time. Mm. Although I don't know, maybe Malloy's don't have a good Twitter following or Twitter base, so no one really noticed. Do they have Twitter in the swamp? I don't know. It's called the green, you know? They can all communicate that way. Um, <laughs> we get another final tape delivery. Oh, okay. Who do you think got sent a tape? Mm. Trying to think who's gotten them already. It's going to be someone new I'm going to get. Well, it was oh, Jughead that got well, the Betty and Jughead snuff yeah. tape. While you're thinking about this, I just want to take a note that um, Charles watched two of his siblings fuck on that tape on that (laughs) ethel tape because he watched the tape and then had to give it to jughead this is how incest flying incest we don't know if he watched more than ethel watched though okay but i'm pretty sure you get to the opening crawl and it's still a little traumatizing um i'm gonna say guess maybe reggie I no, wish. no, it's Shoney, man. What? Well, I mean, it's sad because it's Shoney because Cheryl's crying. 
Rebecca Sherrill is really mm. sad because they literally got an Archie murder snuff film. No, they got um, a Jason Blossom snuff tape. They reenacted oh, Jason, Jason Blossom? Blossom being shot by her father. Oh, that's Their what father. that was supposed to be? I was like, uh, why is Archie killing Archie? Yeah, like, that's what's so happening worse. here? So, I, I saw it and I was like, wow, why is this Archie killing Archie bullshit? Like, what's going on here? Because <laughs> the masks are, like, not that descript. But, like, they did mention that somebody, one of the snuff tapes from earlier was the Blossom murder tape. Um, so that probably, they're probably trying to get that back in your head. Uh, but then again, like like I'm saying, this is the kind of shit that makes me think that Cheryl's dying at the end of the next episode. I don't know, because didn't Jughead receive the last one? Yeah, but like they keep not and he's killing not Jughead. Dead. They keep not yeah. killing Jughead. They're like they haven't killed the other people who've gotten tapes, we right? Kill, we gonna kill Jughead. We gonna do it. Like, no, if they kill Cheryl, we riot. Oh, they kill Cheryl. With we march to the CW. I, I can probably. I can. We can probably mm-hmm. make it to Vancouver if we start walking now. This quarantine's gonna last a while. Greyhound buses Sorry, will children, be empty. I'm abandoning you because Cheryl got murdered in the television. Look, it's just it's for like the greater good, Jason. It's true. Fair enough. It's like this scene in the stand where they send off all those guys with no provisions and they they just know (laughs) that they have to walk in a certain direction. God. And Valeska, you you truly are the Gary Sinise of us all, so you're going to do the best. (laughs) Recognize. You're sending me off on my fucking zealot death mission with bombs strapped to my chest. (laughs) No one else can do it. That spells child abandonment. M-O-O-A and that spells, thank God there's only one episode left of this season. My God. I'm going to miss it. I'm, I'm kind of, well, I'm kind of interested to, like, what, how the next, how the season's going to end, because they really got, they got cut off at least, what, three, four episodes? Well, they have to kill Mr. Honey, right? That's the name. That's, that's the name of the episode, episode, but like I'm telling you, he's going to be Snape. They're setting him up. He's going to be Snape. <laughs> he's 1,000% going to be Snape. Yeah, I okay, hate Jim. Snape. I hate Snape. I hate him. I still hate him after knowing everything about him. Fuck you, Snape. Anyways, um... <laughs> oh, yeah, Snape's awful. Fuck Snape. <laughs> that's neither here nor there, but fuck you, Snape. It's fuck you, Snape. <laughs> I love... That's where we lost all of our listeners, is when we finally started trash-talking Snape. Uh, Valeska's sending in her letter of uh, resignation right now. As a Slytherin, I'm a little bit I'm also Slytherin, by the oh, way. Oh, hey! Hey. Hey. Um... <laughs> the best thing about Snape is Alan Rickman, let's be honest. Yeah, and his style. Yeah. Yes, I, Alan Rickman, here to talk about the episode of River What if the... I don't think we discussed this, but a couple of other shows... Um, oh, did know, the terrible the, animations? I can we're going to do some like... terrible... Yes, so yes. A couple <laughs> what? Of the shows... I don't know. I'm trying to think of what show it was, but it was like some cop show that I saw a clip of where they had like this terrible like animatic... Oh, it must have been the blacklist where they had like basically look like animatics. Like it's like so bad. <laughs> well, and the thing about the blacklist is the old, there's only one reason to watch that show, and you know it's not because of the fucking plots, right? It's yeah, because you have James right. Spader in it. Right, right. So and you're uh, animating him out of the fucking show. I get it. Like there's hilarious. not much you can do with COVID, but you know what I mean. Look, like, that that's one. That's hilarious. But two. Uh, so I think so. What's interesting about Riverdale is I think they film a lot of like similar plot lines, like all together, because there was still a lot mm. of Fred Andrews scenes that like they they had before they had to like 
do the full Luke Perry like tribute episode at the start of this year. Mm-hmm. So I imagine that a lot of the smaller plot lines will probably have like a satisfying conclusion, but I doubt the bigger ones will. If that makes sense, that if makes I were sense. to guess, because like I bet you, because I bet you that like I would guess that the Kevin, the Kevin Pittsburgh scene might have been later on. If I were to guess, I'm just I don't know. I just want to see my dream of the same Riverdale cast and voices, but animated like the 60s Archie show. Well, would one, be fucking phenomenal. One, that would be phenomenal, but I don't know why you have any dreams. You still can't watch it. I'm sorry. <laughs> I would this, definitely watch this show. This show. I guess I'd have to be the Jason get, like, then. This could yeah. su- this show could suddenly be adopted by like ran by Brian Fuller and bring back the entire cast of Hannibal and Archie Wills. <laughs> and I'm sorry, Jason, you're not allowed to watch it. So, not happening. Did um, you guys see that Hannibal's going on Netflix? Yeah, I own the fucking Blu-rays. I don't give a uh, fuck. So good. <laughs> Do you sorry, want some slam I book? I, I I love that Andrew thinks this show is just for him. <laughs> Nobody else is. <laughs> I know who listens. Just you. Okay, yes, slam Sorry, book, yes, please. go to the slam book before I just completely melt. <laughs> uh, best name, Jinx Malloy, obviously. Worst name, Ponytail Playmate. Most embarrassing reason to be called to the principal's office, clandestine tickling ring. Best dress, Cheryl in her adorable heart print sweater and leather pants. Worst dress, literally Eddie Malloy. Best River- Riverdale name, Scarlet Sweet. Worst River- Riverdale name, Mapleclaw and Blue Velvet Video. They're both very bad. Mapleclaw might actually win best as well. I have a love-hate relationship with Mapleclaw. That's it. That's the end. We're done. How many river punches, guys? 6,000. Wait, I'd like to... 6,000? I would give it 2 million. Yeah, I'm... I, you know, I really like the craziness of what I just heard. I'm gonna say, you know... 750,000 river punches. We got some really good line readings. I think. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I think the line readings. I'd like to um, read some audience reactions to Riverdale from Ron. Oh, Oh, right. I'm sorry. I I keep forgetting that Jason has a segment on this show. Yeah. Every (laughs) every time it comes up, I'm like, Um, all right, guys, we're time to go. And, like, Jason's like, yo, man, this is my scene. Like, I studied for this. How fucking dare you? I spent three seconds pulling a front to this. Diego N. Two days ago. It was good. But sometimes the writing was terrible. Amen, Diego. Thank you for that. Four and a half stars. <laughs> was that for the show or for us? <laughs> no, no, this is for the show. Um, sometimes the writing was terrible. Mm-hmm. Fuck you. My writing was phenomenal, Diego, okay? I wrote every episode of this show, and it's great. Preach it. Nick F. with five stars. This is, without a doubt, the greatest season of Riverdale yet. The writing is impeccable. Thank you. The cast is flawless and the show really hit its stride all that i can say is wow and thank you wow thank you mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. that's it andrew's still muted i mean you know i know i, was I think andrew's muted. speechless <laughs> i wasn't speechless i was choosing not to speak <laughs> Where? Wait, wait, wait. Can we talk about how um, we tried to um, get a a dungeon master of Gargoyles? What what the hell is the name of that game? Uh, Griffins and Gargoyles, and we got ghosted. Uh, Yep, 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 we got ghosted. Anyways, uh, where can we find you on the internet, Jason? (laughs) 
Uh, sometimes I write for uh, Bloody Good Horror. Um, and you can find me at uh, Twitter at Bad Attitude for You. That's it. Goodbye. Valesco, wherefore art thou on thine internet webs? Uh, at BitchcraftTO on Twitter. Follow or don't. Nice. As always, you can find me, I don't know, just like laying around, doing nothing. It's quarantine. I'm just hanging out. Whatevs. Uh, if you want to follow us on Twitter, you can follow us at mpodcastm or email the show at milkshitsmimosas at gmail.com. Yes, I assure you, that's a real email address. If you are so inclined, please rate us five stars. And by inclined, I mean insane. Thank you, and as always, blame the CW. Bye. Bye. We're getting out of the tickle business. <laughs>